0: One, two, three, three four. four ba, 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 ba da.
1: Spoils of Akron.
0: <laughs> ba, 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 da.
1: Talking to Chuck Auerbach today.
0: Ba, 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 da.
1: with your co hosts Cody Stanley <laughs> and Liz Tyron.
0: Ba, 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 da. Thank wow
1: you sound more and more like a ukulele every This is day. like
0: okay. It's Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Spoils of Akron Podcast. My name is Cody Stanley, and I'm here with my co-host.
1: I'm Liz Tyron.
0: And this is a podcast all about the art, culture, and eccentric residents of the... Rubber, rubber city. city. The Rubber City. And you we ha- you noticed that thing at the beginning there, because once again, Liz and I have been stuck <laughs> by Ryan and Chris without a ukulele. Ooh, let's
1: throw Chris under the bus. Yes, again. Chris, we're throwing you under the... Akron City Public Transportation System, also known as the bus.
0: The bus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because No, 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 that's not true. We have to actually give him credit because he came in during lunch today just to set up all this audio equipment He's for so us. He's so nice, that Chris Miller. It's true. So that even Amish, though, thriller, Chris Amish thriller. The Amish thriller. So even though he couldn't do the podcast with us, and I know he would have loved to be here for this particular mm-hmm. one, he actually came in just to set th- this up. Uh, this equipment up and uh this we appreciate very much thank you chris miller we do well uh let's get to it our guest today mr chuck auerbach is uh an acronite through and through uh his last name may resonate throughout this community and and may uh be recognized as uh, one of a very famous Akronite who has moved on to great things in this world. That's, uh, of course, Dan Auerbach, that we're speaking of, of the Black Keys. And Chuck has been uh, a, a very good uh, friend to this neighborhood, uh, to the Urban Eats Cafe, to Musica, to the uh, Akron art scene and music scene in general. Uh, but we got to know him through Urban Eats, is why I mentioned that. And I've said to many, many people, And I'll say it again. I never know if I'm a bigger fan of Dan as a musician or Mm -hmm. of Chuck as a person uh, as I've gotten to know him because I'm just a big fan of his character and his genuine qualities. So thank you, Chuck, so much for being here. I am so grateful.
2: Happy to be here, Liz.
1: Well, uh, it's a big day here in Akron for yes. numerous reasons. It's uh, it's the first day of summer for everyone, everywhere. But here in Akron, we're especially happy, uh, not for just the start of summer, but for a bigger, uh, sort of more celebratory reason, because last night was the big game. Last the big night, game. Last night, Akron's own LeBron James and the Cavaliers won the 2016 NBA championship. And it's just unbelievable. I think we all felt it through and like into our bones like just absolute pride in that man uh in our city in uh the calves and 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 just so happy for all of the ohioans who have been waiting for a big big win like this but for me i have to be honest with you i'm just i'm all about lebron i'm mm-hmm. you know i'm happy for the Cavs. don't get me wrong i grew up in northeast ohio for the most part but that guy I just have loved him for years because of the man that he is outside oh,
0: yeah. of outside guy. of his
1: basketball uh, talents. So, and all that he's given back to the community. So, it's really cool that we're interviewing Chuck today, who has raised such a human, right? Let's talk about that. Definitely. I'm so sorry not to compare the two, but they're in, as far as I'm concerned, similar company or, or at that same sort of uh, international level of talent. Your son is an internationally recognized uh, musician. He is credited not just by music academies and won awards, uh, like people know about, for instance, through the Grammys and things like that, but also from other peers and musicians that are highly respected in the industry. They've spoken highly of him. How does that feel? I mean, I can't even imagine the pride when you hear great musicians say that your son is what they call a great musician.
2: Yeah, that's probably the nicest thing. You know, awards are, uh, they're nice, but having somebody like Dr. John or Joe Walsh, you know, or, or uh, Any of the great people that Dan's worked with just say nice things about him and want to work with him more and more. It's it's a wonderful thing.
1: And I know you've had the pleasure to actually meet some of them. So it's wonderful that you raised this outstanding human being, and now not only can you see him perform on stage and take that in, but uh, it's brought great things to your life just in terms of being around that type of success. Who are some of the... um, special people that you've gotten to meet or some of the f- your favorite encounters through this experience? Well,
2: I think probably probably the favorite ones are ones that you haven't heard of they're Nashville guys who session guys who have played with all the greats and uh, really are the best musicians I've ever seen and they're generally humble and they love working with Dan and uh, I really think that's my favorite part of watching those guys who have been pros for 50 years uh, work with my son and just uh, appreciate what he can do when what he does
1: and you yourself have um, developed a, a- a career, well, an album, I should say. Um, musically speaking, you've always been a writer. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I'm. am a lyricist.
1: You're a lyricist, and
2: I'm a lyricist that just got pushed into recording an album by <laughs> some of those very wonderful uh, Nashville musicians.
1: Which is what made me uh, think of that. Yeah, I know that you respect them, and and that you've been working as of late with them, and that's so incredible that uh, we have yet another uh, Akron person and Akronite who is going to be producing some really great music coming up um, and we will get to more of that but what does Akron mean to you what does raising a family in Akron mean to you when you think of Akron what's the first thing that comes to mind is it community is it music is it your house I mean what what do you You know I get asked
2: that question and I'm never really comfortable with it because I, I think that people who ask it expect a grand answer and really my answer is you can become who you want to be in a place like Akron. There is no pressure to be something or somebody so if you have a strong passion and you're willing to work really hard, like Dan did. You can make the most of it, and I think that's the best thing about Akron.
1: And I can't think I can't think of a better answer. And you know, and I didn't expect anything phenomenal, except uh, that just knowing you, I know it would be something humble and profound and simple, and that's perfect. Um, I think that's probably the kind of dad you were, and and how you know your kids were raised uh
2: yeah if you're lucky enough to have kids to have chuck for a dad mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you're lucky enough to have kids that have a passion and they're willing to work really hard at it uh, and that's half the battle and in a place like akron you can develop that talent and that's my favorite thing about akron i think
1: and people might ask or analyze how an artist like Dan deals with international fame and success, uh, but I don't know that they always think about the family. How does, in your experience, how does a family deal with that sort of, uh, sort of, boy, is it uncomfortable at times, the, yeah, the it attention? Is uncomfortable.
2: It is uncomfortable at times. Uh, and then there's the perks. You know, I get good seats at concerts. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you jam you know, out with those
1: awesome musicians in Nashville.
2: I don't. Uh, I get I get invited to nice uh, dinners. There's I mean, there's a lot of perks, but fame can be a drag. You know, you it limits your uh, ability to go out in the world and just relax and enjoy yourself. You can't really do it. Anymore, So you kind of build a little bit of an insular world. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got its perks and it's got its deficits and it's got both.
1: Dan recently stopped performing with the Black Keys. He is now uh, with his new band, The Arcs. And
2: Well, let me clarify that. Please he do. D- yeah, he didn't stop. I mean, the Black Keys still exist, but he's taken the year off. He's got a lot of music in him, and uh, the arcs are very different musically than the Black Keys. Of course, it's all related because it's dance-centered, but he's got both bands, and he's got other things going on. He also produces, he just produced a wonderful album of Glenn Schwartz, who is a Cleveland legend who was the original James Gang guitarist who taught Joe Walsh guitar, maybe not taught him, but helped him learn guitar so he could become the next James Gang guitarist. And uh, Glenn and Joe Walsh worked for three days at Dan's studio and recorded a wonderful album backed by a lot of members of the ARCs. He also just worked with Chrissy Hind. Dan did? Yeah.
1: And what's that project about?
2: I uh, mean, music, I, I, obviously, a, but... A new, a new Chrissy Hind album. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. And uh, seeing her work with Dan as co-equals, it's wonderful. I mean, that's what, as a dad, that's what you love to see. Wow.
1: And they're both from here, so it must be particularly special for you to see that. Um I saw them perform together at it was a Democratic Girl Obama fundraiser, something like that. Right in two thousand
2: and eight. Um, right, was a on Democratic the stage fundraiser
1: at the Civic. That was very special. Devo performed, and so did the Black Keys. Yeah, and Devo was great. So, so did boy, Chrissy. De- what a great
2: band Devo was.
1: So it's unbelievable that they all performed on one stage in one night, uh-huh. and, and it's so great that they're now Chrissy and Dan at least uh, reconnecting, and and that they have. I know their passions are music. But we both also know that the Akron is their passion as well.
2: Dan, uh, Dan, and the Arcs played in London, and Chrissy joined them for a couple songs on stage. Uh, I didn't get to see that, but that would have been a real treat.
1: Man, man, because she lives in London, London, yeah. correct? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Awesome, awesome. Um, do you have a favorite song? Is there one that sticks out, or is there other just too of, many of of
2: that stuff? No.
1: Of anything, of Dan's? Anything he's recorded, or maybe there's a song you, that isn't out there for the public, but you know it, that...
2: Well, there you, is. That you don't
1: even have to mention them, <laughs> but is that the case?
2: I I really loved when Dan and Pat did their Junior Kimbrough tribute album called Chulahoma. 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 Junior Kimbrough was Dan's uh inspiration uh, early inspiration in a lot of ways Dan and I took a trip down to Junior's juke uh, joint which was in Chulahoma, Mississippi and spent a really memorable evening uh but I loved I love that album I love when they when they did Junior's work
1: I can see it in your eyes <laughs> I can see it I can see you thinking back and, and hearing it as you're talking to me. It
2: was a great night.
1: You live part of the time in Nashville now. You do. Um, and, and then you come back, and I'm so glad you come back because I'd be really sad if you were gone all the time, uh, which is very selfish of me, but I would hate to lose you completely. Um, I come
2: back for the snow. Then <laughs> <laughs> what
1: are you doing here now?
2: <laughs> I miss the snow so much.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, since you do live part of the time in Nashville and you've traveled as well uh, throughout through the years through your work, uh-huh. you, were, you were and you still are an antiques dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've also traveled um, for special events, like you were saying, the perks, if you will, th- um, through some of Dan's events. So through your travels and through your time you've spent in Nashville, what do you see in other cities that you would like to see here in Akron? Is there a couple things that stand out that you'd love to see happen here?
2: When I moved here 30 years ago, I think the thing that I didn't like about Akron was the homogeneity of the town. Everything seemed to be kind of white and flat and kind of boring. Maybe boring in a nice way, but it was still boring. But I drive up around North Hill now And I see people from different places, and uh, I like that a great deal. New restaurants are opening. I hear new languages spoken. And the town is uh, more cosmopolitan than it used to be, but it still retains a lot of that small-town charm that's so easy to live with.
1: I agree. I've seen just it's amazing just in the past decade since I moved here, uh, a lot of those changes have come about that you're mentioning. It's its done a lot of that evolving just in the mm-hmm. past decade and all for the better. And you can tell it's still going to continue to happen and, yeah, grow, yeah. and grow in that sense. It
2: makes the town a lot more interesting, I think.
1: Well we did mention that you are uh creating music now Mm -hmm. and have created music and i got to hear a sample of it i'm very very grateful for that because it was outstanding i wouldn't say that if i didn't believe it it uh just man i enjoyed listening to it it just stayed with me i can't wait to hear it again and i haven't stopped thinking about it um since you played it when when can the public hear that i know you have a performance coming up this summer
2: (laughs) i do i do in wisconsin um kind of waiting on dan uh dan's going to release a whole bunch of stuff
1: do you want me to give him a call and see (laughs) if i can yeah
2: please do move it along uh i was thinking it was going to come out last winter i'm hoping this winter uh there is apparently a lot more to it than i thought and uh yeah, I'm anxious to have it out. I'm anxious to get some feedback.
1: Can the music not come out for sale until you have this performance? Is there something to that? Or it doesn't necessarily matter? What I happens it's first? It's going
2: to come out after this performance. This is a this is a favor, really, to a musician named Corey Chisel. Corey was nominated for a Grammy this year with Rodney Crowell and Lou Harris. And... He was a real supporter of mine while I was putting the album together. In fact, he sat with me while I did the uh, scratch vocals. And,
1: uh, what are scratch vocals? I have no idea. Uh,
2: scratch vocals, the first thing that gets recorded is the music. And the scratch vocals are essentially a placeholder for the musicians to work around while they record their music ah. it gives them a better sense of what they're playing for
1: i was going to ask cody to sing while i
2: sc- mm. you scratch, scratch my fingernails that into his, his throat I, uh, I didn't know what they were either <laughs> I, was, so. I was
1: hoping i could do that
0: can we go back a little bit and talk about like what uh, have you always been into you know doing your own music as well or have you always played instruments or i you don't know, how did you i don't play instruments okay in
2: fact uh when Dan started out, he was playing covers. He was playing other people's music, mm-hmm. mostly blues covers, old Mississippi musicians. And when, like, what's the time frame for that that we're talking? Was that mm-hmm. like? I guess 1998, okay, 99, 2000. He started busking in downtown uh, Akron. hmm and uh got picked up at the old north side, uh, which is now Jilly's, oh okay, and uh he was doing well. He had a regular night there with uh two local guys, good guys. but we talked about it, and we said uh we kind of figured out that he needed to come up with original music, so he started working on original music and you know, it was like a dad and their kid on a science project, and we mm-hmm. we went over the music and uh, kept working on it. And the more we worked on his music, the more I got the bug to write mine. So essentially, he and I started writing original music at about the same time. Okay.
1: But it's like you were his first manager, sort Aww. of, his first no, mentor. I was his first dad. <laughs> first dad. Well, that's what dads are well, <laughs> for anything, yeah. really. That's yeah. awesome. Well,
0: so then things just kind of escalated from there. Like you've just, have you been writing since then? Yeah. Like you've wrote. So I've written for
2: about 15, 16 years. Okay. Uh, I was
1: going to say. Dan, well, and, has, Pat,
2: Dan uh, and Pat used one. That's what I was going to On gonna Black ask. Keys album. Dan used one on his solo album, which Wh- by the way, I, I think it's a great album. Uh, which song on the Black Keys album did you write? Uh, whispered Words. Okay. I'm not, uh, that might have been my title. Dan might have changed the title. Uh, you know, it's, you know, that's funny that, yes, that was, that might have been on Dan Solo. Oh, okay.
1: Well, there's so many. I mean, I'm I mean, sure yeah, it's hard to no, keep track of Yeah, really. Really,
2: really is. <laughs> I, it, it, sometimes I, I have to read my lyrics again to remember what I wrote.
1: <laughs> no, and poor Chuck's like he, like totally getting hit by us. We didn't prep him with yeah, any questions. Yeah, we just kinda, we never do with our no, guests, yeah. and that's kind of like the cool thing about what we do and how we do this this particular format of interviewing. But um, you know, not to put you on the spot at the same time. There's yeah, so it was a, it
2: was Black Keys' album, uh, one of the early ones, and Dan had the music to it, and he had. Uh, some of the lyrics and he just gave it to me and i filled in the lyrics so it was it was definitely a collaboration between dan and i
1: when you perform um your stuff coming up in the summer in wisconsin Mm -hmm. when is that in august august uh it's just going to be a one-time thing right
2: it's a one-time thing at a uh at a miles of the miles of music uh, music festival in appleton wisconsin Corey Corey chisel is going to put a band together for me with singers and we'll have about a week to practice and uh
1: are you excited are you nervous
2: all of the above right
1: and apprehensive
2: you know i am all of those things hmm.
1: he's he's getting physically prepared you've been like doing this really strict diet for the past few months, right. which I think is crazy, I'm like, "Come on, Chuck, eat with me." Where's Where's no. our fried clams? Mm-hmm. We uh, <laughs> have.
0: Is these. the diet supposed to like prepare you to like get, get up there yeah. and sing your heart out? The di- <laughs>
2: no, the diet is <laughs> both vanity and also because I've got some back problems. Uh, okay, and, uh, but there's definitely vanity involved.
1: But, so, I'm actually very proud of you. I'm kidding, of course. I'm very proud of you. You're literally, I think, half the man as when I first met you. Oh,
2: you think, huh?
1: (laughs) Well, when I met you a couple years ago, I thought you were just... Perfect the way you were, and I didn't think that you needed. Now to I'm lose less weight.
2: perfect. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, Liz! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't say that. Chuck said that. I think he's like phenomenally perfect. Uh, but I, I, you know, sometimes someone's physique is part of their character. So it, he's getting so tiny that I'm like. You're withering away, Chuck. Um, we I try to take him out. Uh, most I can get him to do or indulge in is, is some drinks at this point, some mm-hmm. whiskey. <laughs> but uh, we can we can certainly still talk food and what your favorite food places are here in Akron. I have to give you credit for introducing me to uh, Kleins Seafood. Uh, Klein's Seafood's fried clams that I was just speaking of mm-hmm. they are the only ones that I've had that have been as quality or close to the quality as what I would get in say New England yeah
2: yeah they're wonderful they're Unreal. wonderful
1: they come now let's tell people about them because this is what we like to do on here is, is inform people about special things uh-huh. that our guests uh, you, know about you here buy them pound. by
2: the pound at the seafood store and they take them next door and they uh, they uh, batter them up and fry them and they're, they're great
1: that's uh, down on the south end of town, right?
2: Yeah, is that off Grant or on Grant? I, I don't remember. The I've, name I've of the gone street. there,
1: but I'm terrible with the streets out there sometimes, and I don't want to tell people wrong. You go past everybody, like kind of south, southward past where 913, the summit is, and the bottoms up uh, strip bar, and all that fun stuff. That well, <laughs>
2: It's cl- yeah, it's cl- Klein Seafood. People people can look it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Well, you don't want to reference Bottoms Up? I just know that when I go out there and I'm driving back, there's this sign with this lady, this cartoon painted lady bent over. And it says Bottoms Up. And I'm like, well, there's a landmark. There's oh a gosh. landmark. Yeah,
2: there you go. <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> okay, so... We know you love that. You've introduced it to us. It's delicious. Chin,
2: chins, chins is, is, is another uh, one. Okay, is yeah one of my favorites. I love. Uh, what do
1: you get at chins? I know what you get, but you tell people. Pork well, fried rice. I g- yeah,
2: <laughs> but also the lo mein. There's so many wonderful things, especially when their garden is uh, is working in the summer. They they grow these long beans and make long beans with uh, black bean sauce. That's That's just to die for. So people
1: could probably go get that right about now or in the next month or so. Yeah,
2: I've been a little bit out of touch. I have to apologize to Chins, but I'm trying to stay away (laughs) because I always eat too much there. It's so good. Yeah. And and the Chin family is very, very nice. And Akron should support them wholeheartedly.
1: Eileen, right? Eileen is often at the counter if you go there.
2: Um. everyone in the family works there either as a cook or doing some some preparation uh, I also like uh, Seoul Garden which is on uh, State Road in Caga Falls it's a uh, Seoul as in what is it s-e-o-u-l yeah, spe- d-
1: spelled like Seoul Korea
2: like Seoul Korea oh the food's really good
1: Keep up, Cody.
2: Come on. Yeah, well, now nah, I'm trying <laughs> here.
1: No, you you have introduced some of these great places to me. Um, another one was... Uh,
2: it's it's Elaine Chin.
1: Oh, I said Eileen. I'm sorry. Elaine.
2: It's Eileen Walter from Stagecoach Antiques. Right Lake across the street. And I right said... I'm sorry, everybody. I said
1: Eileen instead of... I said Eileen instead of Elaine. Right. Thank you. Um, no, she's super nice, though. And I don't know her as well as you. But we started going there because of you. So thank you. We started getting clients clams because of you and uh, Soul Garden as well. We took uh, one of my friend's little kids there one time and they bring out all the little mm, yeah. what would you call them? Little accoutrements? Little condiments? Yeah. Little dishes of thises and that's oh, really? before you eat. And some of them are teeny tiny little fried fish. Like teeny tiny <laughs> Stanley. Cody Stanley. They're like how tiny can we say? Like a uh, picture. Oh my goodness. I don't even know how to tell everybody. It, it's tinier than a little minnow and they're just shriveled right. and they the, have the eyes and so sh- let me tell you that this six-year-old child was <laughs> i don't know either forever scarred or her life was forever enriched by this
2: <laughs> oh my goodness and they're wonderful and yeah, they're, yeah well the food there was wonderful
1: um have you been to everest yet that's the. i new, have it's very good
2: and i enjoyed it a lot jeff 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 who is my youngest the the unknown our back child is uh is studying to get a master's degree at Case Western. Uh-huh. Wow. He and I often, he's my company to try new places.
1: And he's not unknown here in Akron, everyone. No, here? Jeff
2: is certainly not unknown in Akron. <laughs> <laughs> he's wonderful.
1: He's a good dude, yeah. and so he's your buddy uh, when it comes to trying some of the local culinary delights. Um, what is he studying at Case?
2: Uh, he's, he's going to be a high school social worker. Nice. Oh, okay.
1: And you guys are known for something else in the, um, in the food realm at your house several times throughout the summer, fall, what have uh-huh. you. You have what are known as...
2: Pie Day. Pie Day. Pie Day. Pie
1: Day. Pie
2: day. Pie, What's pie that about?
1: It's a pie party at Chuck's house. Uh,
2: yeah, a friend, a friend of mine uh, who is a, a real good local musician named John Guskis. We are both supposed to stay away from sugar. <laughs> and I found Pie It doesn't sound like a good start to this story. Well well the thing is I like <laughs> I I came upon the Gardner Pie Factory uh that I think is on Turkey Foot Lake Road, south of Akron, and uh they have sugar free pies there. So Really? Wanting to try them. I think I got four different pies one day. And John and I just <laughs> set about eating as much sugar-free pie as we could. <laughs> and that's, one, the idea of Pie Day, uh, which is just getting as many people together as we can and having pie and coffee. Because who doesn't like pie? Not right, I mean. Right. So it's just a nice excuse. <laughs> to get together with people (laughs) you don't often see and
1: uh or see outside of work (laughs) yeah
2: or see outside of facebook Uh, right mm -hmm. so we announced it on facebook and i think we had 50 people really show up last time wow yeah (gasps) everyone all facebook friends are invited and by the way, don't friend me on Facebook just to come to <laughs> Pie Day. I am right day. now. I'm like, I'm getting my phone out so I can come to Pie Day. <laughs> and it's a great time. I mean, it's such a weird idea that it works. Mm-hmm.
1: My, everybody does love pie. My brother just got married on Saturday down in Columbus. Ooh. And instead of cake, there was no cake. There was, there was no dessert. It was pie only. Pies dessert. They got they had four different oh I total well I'm sorry, yes. Oh no
0: take, no traditional there, was, there were dessert. no little cupcakes, I got you. there were no
1: cookies. I'm so sorry. So obviously the pie <laughs> pie was the only dessert. Um and I and they had good? four different kinds and yes. I tried there was a honey pie, which I'd never heard of. Um they had a chest pie, they had strawberry rhubarb, and I think they had just a traditional apple.
2: Yeah. Um I so think I bought fourteen pies. <laughs> for the last 5 day. Now
1: wait a minute. When it and the <laughs>
2: other thing is our stove was broken.
1: What? Oh, you couldn't warm them? I don't think it no, mattered. I like No,
2: I I did warm I warm warm them on our That's right,
1: uh, on the grill or on something. On the grill
2: outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was That was hilarious. That was, yeah, that was but really you know what? It fine was, it worked.
1: It was a warm day. I was totally fine with room temp pie. Do you uh, prefer was, your pie warm?
2: Uh I I like it crisp up in the oven Ah. and, and uh, some of them got pretty crispy (laughs) i I would imagine on the grill would anyone (laughs) like some char grilled pie um
1: now i don't remember them being noticeably sugar-free at all were they all sugar-free no okay no i think i
2: probably got 11 regular pies okay of all sorts and maybe three were sugar-free
1: Okay. Whatever I had, it was awesome. I think I had, I, I had, because you ha- you want to try, there's so many different kinds. Oh, well, yeah, you
2: got to try all the so kinds. So I get like right. three you different
1: slivers of three different kinds or I something think, like that.
2: I think Jason probably had yep. like six pieces of <laughs>
1: pie. Oh, my gosh. Are you even surprised? You're going to have a pie day and think Jason's not going to want to try all that pie. Oh, uh, we're foodies. We're foodies. I, th- I know I went for the blueberry. I love blueberry and I love cherry. I love fruit pies. I really do. Uh-huh. Um, do you
0: still get them all from Gardner whenever you have your pie days now?
2: Yeah. Gardner? Yeah. Pie—it's the go-to place. Uh, they're reasonable. They—they always have a good selection, and uh, it's local. Yeah,
1: I, I really enjoyed being there too. It was the, the first and only time I'd been to your house. um You're—you're you're welcome, by the way. That I didn't stalk you after that and just show up because <laughs> if I wasn't so busy at work, I probably would. Um, you know, I'd just be sitting on your porch reading a, a magazine or something. Oh, hi, Chuck. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for showing me where your house was. Big mistake. <laughs> No, but I got to see some really cool things inside your house because you are an antiques dealer um, and you have such incredibly unique uh, pieces in your house in terms of decoration, memorabilia, uh, treasures. I
2: I like American folk art.
1: You've got treasures in your house.
2: Well... I have things in my house that appeal to me, and
1: some of them are crazy. Some of them are like in little glass cases, and they're like, you know, pieces of bones and things like that, right?
2: Maybe, maybe. So I, I remember, I'm not sure what your memory is.
1: I don't know. I remember crazy things like that, like hair and bones, and <laughs> <laughs> I swear. You're
2: oh, did this I? house sounds oh, really I, scary. I, I, <laughs> I had, Watch this. I think I had just bought Jeff a showcase full of. Things that a doctor in Florida had pulled out of people.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I
2: didn't,
1: it, the, the pie did not make me that sugar and, high. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I and remember. With,
2: and each thing had a little note saying what body part the object was Came pulled out. out of. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Does he have this in his house now? or
2: No. Well, he, he stays at our house. It's, uh, it's in our house.
1: <laughs> and, and Mary is totally your beautiful wife. Mary is totally cool with anything and everything weird and eccentric that you bring into the house. Or does she ever say no. that's ugly? Get rid of it. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> she has her limits. <laughs> <laughs> she has her limits.
1: Nice. I would love to be there for those moments.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what, like, what exactly does it mean
0: to be an an, an antique dealer? Like, have, is this always something that you've done, well, or
2: I, I've been an antique dealer from. Actually, I always date it back to the day Dan was born, so it's like 37 years.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, how do how how do you mean? You found an antique crib? Like how did that happen?
2: No, uh, we'd moved to New York State, and uh, that's i need, I needed something to do, <laughs> and uh, I'd always loved. I'd always loved antiques, but uh, the longer you are in it, the more you refine what you do I mean it's like an artist or you know you begin to specialize in what appeals to you and what appeals to me are oddities uh, folk objects things where you can see the hand of the maker in in it and uh, the maker might be eccentric and the and uh, it is just trusting your gut you know it's uh Mm -hmm. i don't overthink what i do as my wife would happily tell you (laughs) uh you know if it appeals to me on a real gut level and uh that's what really grabs my attention
1: is it ever hard to let some pieces go that you have such great instincts for that you get sort of no, attached because,
2: at all? well maybe but really the nice thing about being a dealer rather than a collector is that uh every day can be like christmas mm-hmm. uh you go out and you never know what you're going to find and the next thing you know you've got something just so wonderful that you take the last wonderful thing that you thought you could never replace out of your house and sell it <laughs> and replace it with the new wonderful thing.
1: You, so, you've you come to find that they are actually expendable objects. After, they are. After well, they're,
2: well, first of all, they're objects. Right. Mm-hmm. And as personalized as they can be, uh, they are still just objects.
1: Do you have any uh, very... Hist- akron history rich objects that you can think of anything special and specific to akron
2: in the classical sense no but in
1: you don't have a giant blimp in your backyard that you're hiding somewhere that none of us saw on pi day in in (laughs) in, uh,
2: you know my sensibilities i've worked with two uh, outsider artists in akron wayne crazy mac mccaffrey
1: what's up wayne i don't know who that is
2: but hi he's passed away
1: okay
2: Oh. (laughs) and Alfred Uh, and Alfred I'm
1: sorry Cody don't hit me (laughs) I didn't know
2: and Alfred (laughs) McMoore who uh, is the one who (laughs) actually I'm so sorry Alfred Uh. McMoore is the one who actually used the term Black Keys first oh and uh, Dan and Pat both knew Alfred and when they had to come up with a name for their band they thought of black keys because of him because of him
1: and i'm not gonna say hi to him because i'm not sure if he's still with us or not
2: no you can say hi to oh him. great of course <laughs> this one no say hi
1: hi alfred he's dead <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay you just <laughs> got thanks <our> liz <laughs> yeah
0: thanks real liz. sensitive
1: i just want you to, there, there's our fr- this is the real interaction between chuck and i that's about right um oh
2: my gosh <laughs>
1: well <laughs> and by the
2: way both of those artists are represented in the Akron Art Museum. Are they?
1: Oh, yeah. In cool. their permanent collection. Yeah. Or is it on display yeah. currently? I should say. No. Anything uh, they're
2: not on display currently, but they have been, and they—I'm sure—they will be in the future.
1: Are you looking forward to the museum's new garden?
2: Oh, very much.
1: It's on its way. It's well—well uh, well into the process here.
2: Yeah, Rick and Alita Rogers are friends of ours, and uh, they've done a wonderful thing.
1: And it's in the name of Bud and Susie. Yeah, um, his dad. mm -hmm, Mr. Rogers' father, well, Rick Rogers' father. Yeah,
2: and it is, uh, if you think about where it's placed, next to the museum, near the, uh, the convention center, by the library, right by...
1: Right by Urban Eats. Right
2: by Urban <laughs> Eats. Let's be serious. Oh, yeah. It's It's a beautiful addition to this town. No, it is. Mm-hmm.
1: It absolutely is. Uh, I hope they do put some actual sculptures out there. I've heard I don't know both what ways as well, to whether or not they're going to do that. but.
2: I don't know what they're going to do. I know Rick loves sculpture, so I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Right. And they are very nice. I, I had the pleasure of working with their daughter, Sarah, when I was... Um, Just out of college, we both worked at the Akron Art Museum store when the museum reopened, and they are, I mean, just... I don't even know how to describe them. They're
2: genuinely nice people who love art.
1: They are that. They are that, but they're so interesting and so sweet to speak to. And
2: they share. On a
1: personal level.
2: Right, and they share, which is really terrific.
1: If um, the... Opportunity came about. If, if, if all the stars align sort of thing. I want to get back to your performance in Wisconsin. If if Musica asked you to, would you perform this year your new music here at, in Musica or here in Akron somewhere? Would you be willing to make that happen? So that Akron at least could hear what you've...
2: So you're saying if pigs could fly, yes. mm-hmm. would I... I don't know.
1: Let's just plant I, that seed and I think worked, about it. I,
2: well... The idea has been advanced.
1: (laughs) Oh, someone else? What? Who are they? I'll kill them.
2: Uh, No. (laughs) No, because then you'll say hi to more dead people on our podcast. (laughs) Cindy Barber of the Beachland heard the album and wanted to do a CD release there. I uh, I am a shy performer, to say the least. I work very hard on my lyrics. I will... I will talk positively about my words all day long. Mm -hmm. I won't talk that positively about my performance because I never considered myself that. So if the singing Wisconsin works out and the album is received, and who knows if it will be or not, then I guess I will have to think about it some.
1: And be very special. I wish it would happen here in Akron, but even if it happened at the Beachland, Mm -hmm. I would travel to see you. I really would. I would... Uh, very much look forward to that. and
2: The Beachland uh, and Cindy Barber and uh, her husband, Mark, her ex-husband, Mark, actually, w- were real supportive of Dan and Pat uh, in, in the most real sense. And if I owe anybody in this area anything musically, uh, it would be Mark and Cindy.
1: OK, fine, I get it. We don't <laughs> matter. Unlike I guys. realize you tried to word that very carefully, but hint taken. No, I would. I that's fine. I would go to see you. I wish uh, if I could. The go hint see
2: was taken. Why are we still talking? Uh, well, I'm just
1: saying that. So be it. And I'll go up to Cleveland to see you. Um, and and then maybe like who knows? Maybe next year it could happen here in town. But I will, I will go to Wisconsin if I can. But uh,
2: I, I have the perf- likelihood of that is nil. I no. have performed many a time in Akron at open mics trying to interest other musicians in my lyrics. And I got
1: no invitation to that.
2: I have had. Me either. I have <laughs> had my share of people walk out in the middle of my, quote, performance.
1: That's awesome.
2: People do that while I sing karaoke all the time.
1: <laughs> Chuck, what can we say? There are people out there with very bad taste. Uh, you know, it's we see it every day it's in their clothes it's yeah
0: when they say hi to dead people on podcasts (laughs) very poor
1: taste
2: yes
1: (laughs) Uh, um, Um, what do you have planned for this summer will you spend most of the summer down in Nashville or will you be here mostly yeah
2: we're gonna spend uh, maybe the next three three and a half weeks in Nashville I hope to see my grandchildren Sadie and early very often and uh, then we come up here and take off for Wisconsin, and practice that stuff for a week.
1: Does Sadie remember Akron? Does yes. She, does she ever come in back fact,
2: up here? In fact, given a choice between going to Hawaii or Akron for vacation, she will what? generally choose Akron. Aww. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Good girl. Give it
0: up for Sadie, everybody.
1: That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Well, is it a sort of subject? I know you just had to give your precious pup away, Nellie, to a better home because of your sort of going back and forth. Her traveling too much. Right, right, right. Um, how was how Mary with that? Was she very close with Nelly the dog?
2: Nellie, uh, Nelly. Mary was the original reason why we got Nelly because I traveled so much and she wanted uh, a dog in the house for so, security, okay, I suppose. Okay, that was her
1: security and company?
2: <clears throat> Although nelly is about as vicious as a mouse uh, <laughs> no she's so sweet one of the sweetest dogs ever made uh i don't know we're hoping that this adoption works out it's with a very nice family in cargo falls with three kids 9 12 and 13 so nelly will get a lot more attention than we were able to give her
1: I'm sure they're loving on her. That age and mm-hmm. a new dog and summertime, I'm sure that she's very, very... Yeah. I'm sure she's forgotten all about you, Chuck, so <laughs> no worries. Aww. Oh, my I, God, I'm kidding. I'm
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure she has.
1: <laughs> you, your head went down for a second. I was like, he knows I'm kidding, right? Um, so, Mary, who we've been speaking of, your wife, uh-huh. what is a retired French teacher. Yes. Uh, here in Akron's public school system.
2: Originally in Akron public school system... But most of her time was spent at Woodridge High School.
1: Oh, that's not a public school. Got it.
2: Well, no, it is a public school. It is? But it's in Mm -hmm. uh, Cargo Falls Peninsula.
1: I see. I see. See, I'm not originally from here, so these things I have to be told sometimes so so it is a public school but it's not considered part of the akron public school Mm -hmm. system um i have friends who had her though i had friends who actually had her some got a lot out of her (laughs) class and one in particular uh lauren ward you're so bad uh i'm gonna throw you under the bus she told me Firsthand that she slept through Mrs. Auerbach's class (laughs) Busted Busted Uh, So anyway, thank you And Mary, when I went to Paris uh, A month month and a half ago now You guys gave me some good tips and some good pointers And uh, shared your love of that city with me And uh, I took a whole Ten French words with me Thanks to Mary But I'm, I'm a very big fan of Mary's as well You guys are awesome people Thank you for being so kind, because just like you were speaking of um, Rick Rogers, uh, you, you both are also wonderful on a personal level, wonderful to speak with and giving of yourselves in different ways. You, you give information, um, you give your stories and your experiences, and I see you as giving you know, your hearts uh, to the people around you that you care about and respect. So I just see that. Um,
2: I'm blushing. I'm
1: I'm going on and on, but I'm, I'm a fan of you for those reasons. I think you're very genuine and very cool.
2: Thank you,
1: dear. And you don't BS. You tell it like it is. That's the other cool thing Ooh. about Chuck. Oh, yeah. That's very nice. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, got, he's got grit. That's the best <laughs> part.
0: <laughs> well, we do want to thank you for being on today. Uh, you know, We're kind of nearing the end of our podcast, but it's been a great interview, and we're really thankful that you came on to talk to us about My all pleasure. that stuff. Thank you so much. Well, Liz, do you want to talk about some events? And Chuck, if you have anything that you want to throw out there, go ahead. Uh, Liz you have some events for us
1: Yeah if you want to like throw it out there where people can find tickets to your show in Wisconsin then please do I mean
2: I don't want anyone I know coming to that show (laughs) you're
1: such a great promoter Chuck
2: we're gonna be there whoever's
1: producing your album like you know your son they're gonna be so grateful that you're really Uh, selling those tickets uh, All right. well we do have fun events coming up in Akron as always I'll just mention a few this uh, Saturday is the Akron Ale Fest Akron Ale Fest as in beer it's going to be at the Trolley Barn it's this Saturday June 25th Uh, you can get online and learn all about that there's a facebook event page for it or you can go to uh, akronalfest.com and see if you can still buy tickets i think it's probably too late but uh, i could be wrong sometimes they extend dates on those things but They are also going to be selling tickets at the event, so you can just come and get them that day as well. The Akron Farm and Flea Market is uh, coming up again July 10th. That will be uh, Sunday, July 10th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We had a great you
2: did a great job on that. That was a great thing. It was really
1: thank you. That means means a lot. It was really well attended. You know, you were there in the beginning. We we've tried to make it work each year and kept at it and kept at it and it's taken a lot of hard work and a lot of letting people know about it and this year it really yeah
2: enjoyed the food trucks it's enjoyed yep. the music it was great
1: and we'll have a variety of um, vendors set up at this one just like the last one but there will also be a, a different mix each time different musicians each time different food trucks each time so please do come to each there's only four of them this summer and support those vendors and experience a whole new market each time in terms of uh, the different talents and things that we bring in. There's the Rubber Ducks Home Run Derby coming up as well. That's going to be July the 12th. And the All-Star Game is on July 13th. Uh, the Nightlight, right around the corner from us, of course, is always worth checking out. Go to their website, see what's being featured right now. I saw the lobster there uh, a week or two ago, and it's just one more movie on my list of probably 10 now that i've seen at the nightlight that are some of the best movies i've ever seen in my life uh blue jazz has some great uh music and their website of course has a full rundown as well as music's website of all the live music that each of these venues are providing to you and don't forget that on thursday nights uh there will be downtown at dusk coming up um, once the gardens and everything kick in and and all that fun stuff so there's outdoor music coming to you this summer as well as the friday night concert series at lock three and the third thursday of each month uh the devil strip has put together a really nice night of live entertainment and music at lock four so all kinds of ways to get outside and enjoy some music uh, Chuck, what you got? What you got? I see you.
2: Uh, hey, Mavis, one of my favorite local bands. Ooh, is playing Wednesday evening six thirty at Hal Meadow. Awesome! You need to check them out. There, it's a wonderful, wonderful band.
1: Love mm-hmm. it. And is there? Um, do they have a Facebook page or something fun people can find? I'm their sure information. they do. Information. Check it out. Hey, Mavis.
2: Yeah. So
0: that all you got, Liz? That's it for me. Um, okay, I just have a couple. Uh, Copper Pennies are playing live two times this weekend, actually. The first one is Thursday night at Rose's Run, uh, which is actually in Stowe. It's 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then they're playing at the Rubber Ducks game before the game starts uh, at 6 o'clock on Friday from 6 to 7. So go to Canal Park and watch the game and watch them. Um, also on Friday night is the Electric Pressure Cooker. Uh, so this one is titled Catch the Wave from Wandering Aesthetics. Uh, that's Friday at None Too Fragile Theater in the Valley uh, from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m and that's five dollars or pay what you can at the door um the other one oh the only other thing i have is later in july um Beauty and the Beast at Dynamics Community Theater is July 22nd, 23rd, 24th, uh, 29th, and 30th. uh, I'm playing Cogsworth in that, and Ryan's playing Lumiere. So that's going to be a really fun show, and I'm super excited about it. Um, We would just want to thank you uh, for being on again, Chuck. It was a great interview, and we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come see us. Thank you. (coughs)
1: And I just want to say, I love you, LeBron. I've always loved you. Thank you for bringing that title home, LeBron. I cannot be more excited. I know I speak for everybody (laughs) when I say that. Definitely. So
2: cool. LeBron is the man. He's the Uh, man.
1: Chuck, please, you've got the hookup. Bring him to me, please. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, that's what I want
1: for my birthday. You have several months to make that happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chuck. I really do. I appreciate you so much. Cody, thank you for doing this yeah, with me today. thank you. Um, I'm going to tell Chris that this is working much better. Yes, and we
0: don't even need them, actually, Yeah, I he, think, can, just, so he can just donate his yep, equipment. Yeah, and we'll take it. Thanks, Chris, for your help, but we're good now. <laughs> actually, don't. We need you. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> <laughs> we need that clearly. Uh, <laughs> as always we work in partnership with the akron public library the akron community foundation musica and urban eats uh thank you all for listening to our listeners we're on episode 60 which is super awesome the we're so excited 6-0. the big six oh i know we didn't, didn't even, even know i didn't that even realize um episode 60 and as always keep, keep it, it an, an akron, akron day, day.